The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. This is the Comedy Store podcast. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. That is not Rick Ingram. That yeah, is our producer, we Ari. We could pretend. But he could be a child. Ari, yeah, whatever you guys uh, want me to be. Who doesn't shut the fuck up and, um, I'm just kidding, he'll never come down here. He doesn't even pay attention to the board. He fucked up Greg Fitzsimmons. Um, now he has a girlfriend, so we have to deal with that. We recorded another comic. It didn't come out. Now he's like, I'm on the road all the time. I'm a big fucking comic. You know, to be fair, the episodes that get fucked up are the ones where I can't be here. When I'm here, they all work. Right. But you, you, you know, is that loud enough? Yeah, it's good. Oh, are you pretending you're doing something as a producer? (laughs) I feel I'm like Court is more of a producer than you. We are here with the great Court McCowan, Court and I'm excited to and a, have a producer. Yeah, I don't know. Well, obviously, you do your own podcast, correct? Well, yeah, I do. What's the name of your podcast? Uh, the name of our podcast is Insensitivity Training. And oh yeah, with Insensit- Joe Bartnick. Yeah. Yes, we, I love Joe it's Bartnick. Because like, if you do something with Joe Bartnick, it's insensitive. So, <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. He's he edgy. Is, He's he's biggest, yeah he's not he's not edgy he's the edge he is the edge. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's Matt Edgar's name. You can't steal oh, that. Fuck, we call Matt him Edgar. the edge. Yeah, you call Matt Edgar the edge. Well, I don't. Most of the other comics do. I I call him Matt Edgar. <laughs> they yeah. call him the edge. The edge. Yeah, because he's edge edgy. Of what? I've never heard anyone call him Matt Edgar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it started out. And I'm like, no, I'm where serious. the yeah. fuck does he become yeah. edgy? I don't, I don't get I this. I think it started out as a joke, like Ryan O'Neill and Jeff Danish, when they would host, they would bring him up as the edge, and he was like the nicest guy. I could <laughs> see him. I could see someone calling him the bottom, you know, because he looks like he looks like some dude's bottom. Well, you know, yeah, he's you going know. to get raped repetedly. Yeah, so you're I mean, right. It's yeah, like, he's not. You know, he's not the raper. No, he's the rapey. He's the rapey. I mean, to say someone wouldn't do well in prison he would do very well in prison he'd sure. have he'd have a shit ton of cigarettes he'd have it made he'd have it made you know mm-hmm. i mean he'd I have mean, anal he'd, warts but yeah, he'd have it made yeah he'd, he'd have a you know <laughs> yeah. you're not very good as rick are you were i thought you were gonna chime in oh you want me to carry the podcast yes is that what oh, that's, wow. that's, why do you wow. think wow. i let Boom, why do you Boy, think look at all that I road work it. paying off i mean this is right? this is we're a, opening for paulie it really very, gives him the very, hey i also opened for the great court mccown once where yeah, at where? la jolla comedy store yes yeah and he didn't show up one day it was, yeah, I it was my first that. time i missed a show for my very first time Ari, do you understand how gross that is did you really miss it was my first i want you to know that's the first time and only time i've missed a show i apologize to court as well as the world famous comedy store and i felt very guilty so what happened was if it doesn't include head it doesn't count it was no sexual context involved emily asked me to or court asked me to do it and then emily asked me to do it of course i jumped at the opportunity was excited to do it then after i agreed to do it airbnb scheduled this is such a boring story they scheduled a meeting for me saturday morning so i drove from la jolla Sat, uh, after the show Friday night to back to LA then I tried to fit in this meeting then I drove back but there was four hours of traffic and I came 10 minutes late right when Brenton was on stage Ryan got mad 10 minutes let me go late and you had an 8 minutes but you know what uh, in, all, in all fairness I, I wasn't I wasn't really pissed off at all no, no I wasn't pissed off I felt bad for him he, he missed a spot uh, Ryan, have you ever Ryan, missed a show never not once. I have. Never. That makes me feel even worse. Yeah. No, yeah. Never okay, good. Show. Thank God the carrier's back. Yeah. Here we that go. That came out wrong. 
I didn't mean carry, but Rick, we say you carry well, the show. What we could why. do is we could just have him come in and I'll edit this little segment out and people won't even know. They'll think Rick was there the whole time because that's how good I was. Do you think that's true? Oh, I know it's not because we heard it. through the replaceable? <laughs> Interchangeable. Interchangeable, not replaceable. He just photoshops another face in. That's all it is. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, we were yeah. talking about how he missed a show at La Jolla due to traffic. He missed an entire show. Yeah, he, yeah. he was the MC. He was the uh, MC, and uh, and he missed it. But um, wow, the only person. But Ryan was pissed. Yeah, oh like sure. Ryan, Ryan was really pissed off. I wasn't really. I, I didn't really. I but he's got to expect that to happen in La Jolla. I mean, there is shit ton of traffic. A well, lot. they have a condo where people stay overnight. It was the Saturday show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that, that was completely I was unacceptable. It was the Friday show. It was the Saturday show. Yeah, because I drove back to oh LA Friday night gosh. and then tried to drive back for the Saturday. Yeah, what a fucking he asshole. sounds so yeah. far away right now, yeah. and I'm Thank so God. happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always want you know, on the other side of the glass. <laughs> I don't deserve to be bullied. I deserve your guys' respect. Jeez, who are you, Caparillo? Um, I, I demand yeah, an right? apology. Stop with your yeah. crying. <laughs> We're not bullying you. I'll throw a glass at you. You guys are bullying me just like. Joey Bully Diaz bullied me? John Caparilla. <laughs> wow. He's putting wow. it out there. Whoa, wow. whoa. Comedy, store, the, comedy store stories. Yeah, we're going to get in the middle of a wow. huge feud. Wow. Yeah, let's, let's start that. Ari, you get in the middle of it because I feel like you have the clout to carry it. I do yeah, like I have that, so I, much clout. I do yeah. like that this tripod is 50 times the size of the camera that it's holding. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty that. absurd. It's very it, important. It's, it's looks like, it looks like you've got this tripod holding a paperclip. It's like a very big-legged woman. Yes, it's very... Well, so what happened with the show? Who emceed it? Did they just put up a local uh, we guy? Just, yeah, we just had a, a, one of the guys emcee, and then Brendan, you know. I, I just, I didn't think it was fair that since Ari fucked up and didn't make his MC spot, that, right. that Brendan should have to go on first. Oh, because no. Who was the other person? Brendan Biddlecombe. Oh, Brenton, yeah. And, and Court was headlining. And then yeah. the, the other thing is I Whoa. called I called Brenton. We're done with you. And Brenton said, <laughs> Brenton said hey, I'll, I'll emcee. And I go, I'm so sorry. And he goes, no, it's no problem. But then... We didn't clear it with Ryan and Court. We just well, Brenda didn't it. say anything until yeah. like right. ten minutes before yeah, exactly. the show. It's so different of you, Ari. You're usually so you know professional. I I think you're being sarcastic, but I am it's normally weird that you picked I up. I am on that. normally professional. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I will say that the uh, the three shows he did show up for, he did a fine job. Thank you, wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. But th- so Brenton didn't have to host. I mean, those guys no. down there are all comics. The door guys. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. they should at least be at Ari's caliber oh. whoa no i mean because they're really good down there just yeah. for making drinks uh, yeah. and i should also say i've never <laughs> seen ari do comedy ever mm, not yet i have have yeah you have yeah what do you think honest opinion just give That's him a just, little critique i i, I i'm gonna say very funny yeah yeah he's funny. very funny he uh, is, did you so watch I mean, him yeah, I'm kidding. I yeah. no, Ari's great. Well, Ari I mean, I shouldn't well. say I watched him. I could hear him when I was in the green room playing Angry Birds. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. That's, that's the best way to watch comedy. Yes, really. it is. Uh, Any comedian. For that. I like, agree. I agree. You don't watch. I don't watch anymore, and I think it's from years of waiting tables in that showroom. I cannot. You sit. know what's funny is is recently um, I started watching again. I did. I, I, I have. I haven't in years. Yeah. You know, it's just because, and it's mostly because you've seen the same people, especially yeah. being here as long as we've been here. Yeah, it's All watching. Of us have been here for a long it's time. It's watching reruns, even the ones you like. It's like I've seen this episode. Yeah, before. It, and it's and it's like I've been on the road with a lot of these guys, so I've seen the you know, it, it's seen, yeah. and it's just like ugh. Although. I can't. 
I watched Holtzman on Saturday night, and that's never a well, rerun he's a loose because cannon. you never know well, what that's the not, fuck is going to happen. There's nothing rehearsed <laughs> yeah. or normal about that. Was I that the night him. that the lady got mad and stormed out, or was that Friday night? That was Friday night. Oh, we watched Saturday so, night in the great. main room. I did not. Um, I asked him. I said, Brian, do you ever record your sets? Because there's some gems that you just throw out there that I never see or hear again. Yeah. And he was like, I can't do that. That would make me learn something. That's <laughs> yeah, a valuable it, point. Was it? Yeah, what are you going to do? But yeah, so there's some that you can watch for me, yeah. I guess. But I think from working in that room so long, you're I, right. I, it's yeah, a I just don't. Like when I first got here, I watched it all the time. And then. Yeah, I, I you're think, learning. Yeah, and I, I, you learn what works, learn what doesn't work. But I think at a certain point, at least for me, it was like I couldn't watch it because I don't want. Especially since Pick I'm... Pick anything up subconsciously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to Robin Williams people... By accident. Because I'm crowd-working someone and some joke I heard and didn't think about... Comes in. Comes into my head yep. and then I say it and then it's like, yeah, well, you know, Rick's doing so-and-so's bit. Oh. So, well, and I think... But you know what? I think that's interesting because um, there is so many now, especially, especially today, there's so many comics and there's so many different... You know, you're seeing it all on YouTube or you're seeing it all wherever... At Twitter or whatever the fuck it is, right? And I, I think there's a lot of premises that that are going to get crossed. That's just For sure. That's that's just oh, the way it's going to happen. So many yeah. there's, there's, it's just the way it's going to happen. But I think as long as you're true to yourself, which you are, I mean, you're you're doing your own thing. You do your own thing. Yeah. And, and it's like, and I and I come from my own. As long as you're being you coming from you yeah it's gonna be different it it made you know there's never gonna be the same it's not gonna be the same yeah. i mean none of us are you know i mean there are people that do do that sure not mentioning any names you, you free can. to we yeah. have a disclaimer yeah we it's talk all a lot good. of shit yeah but there's but we know carlos there's carlos <laughs> dane Co- yeah oh stop naming yeah, it. Yeah. i'm sorry but i mean there's there's people that do do word for word yeah you know they do take it pretty much word for word maybe put a little twist on it maybe and um and and those are the ones that are, it's like it's sad yeah it's they, sad. Get, and they sad will get see. called out because someone they will there's a lot of people who just like being uh combative in our industry so yeah. at some point someone's going to call them out on they, it. they absolutely do and, and so i think it's like and there's not there could be nothing more embarrassing yeah. than to be at some place and someone come up and go uh, dude, that's so and so's. Yeah, oh, it's the and you're worst like, feeling. oh, you just got to look like a fucking moron at that point. I've I've literally heard a young comic do in La Jolla. It was he was one of the guys coming down open. He was doing Irera's bit about uh, he has a friend that's a brain surgeon, and um, his fr- his br- neuro- uh, his brain surgeon friend was like, you know, I wish I could be funny like you. That's Dom's yeah, bit. Yeah, you, you've heard that. Yeah, right? yeah I, know I wish Dom's I could bit. be funny like you. And then Dom was like, really? Like you're you're a brain surgeon. You're a brain surgeon. You could be funny a little. He's like, I can't do brain surgery a little. And this kid was doing it. And he was 25 years old, and I thought. What the fuck are you doing? Like that's. Oh, yeah, but the thing was, is Dom Herrera a, is his brain surgeon friend. Right. Yeah. He, the thing is, he's twenty five. He doesn't have a friend old enough to be a brain surgeon yeah. yet. He's not out yeah, of school yeah, yeah, at that exactly. point. So yeah. how are you using that? How is that real to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was so weird to me. I remember. I remember there was a comic that 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 came in, and we won't. I won't mention names because no, no, go ahead. We have the disclaimer. He's a good guy. He's not going to play our dirty game. But it's like, but he was doing Freddie Soto. And, oh, it's a constant. Yeah, you can was, say his name. And he was doing Freddie Soto. <laughs> and, and I was just like, 
you can't fuck. I mean, it's like yeah. fucking. But you know it's what? Especially unholy in this off. house. Yeah. I will say that specifically in this house, that guy who you're talking about, when he came here, he did not realize how much of this house is Freddie Soto's. Yeah. And so all the guys got together and said, hey, you cannot do that. And then he was like, oh, I'm not. And he denied it for a little bit. And then he changed his tune and completely stopped. Yeah. Well, so. Well, again, yeah. But you should like, never do it. I'm yeah. not saying it makes it right. I'm he, just saying. He might have gone on the road. He got confronted. In his defense, he might have gone on the road with Michael Wheels Parisi. This is true. And he <laughs> got the Wheels <laughs> advice. Yeah, just do uh, other people's material. It's, it's on the road. They're paying money. You got to just. That is true. Wheels would give young comics that advice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus and he would Christ. even. He, what was great about those that he would suggest from his personal opinion who he felt material you should do oh right. that's that's well that's good advice yeah. i mean yeah, well, then it, it. yeah like well, that's was, okay he wasn't just like go out there and just do anyone's it was like specifically who this you is know who would be good for you you know who would be good for you it's like yeah. i don't yeah you i don't think so you know who's better than you this guy <laughs> do yeah. him yeah, yeah that's do basically him. it <laughs> do, wow. you, uh, do you know any bill burr because uh <laughs> he's really popular right now and you seem kind of you seem kind of angry too you should do you should be angry you got the whole the white guy perfect it's to be perfect for you uh, all right. I mean, I, I don't know how this works. So. And yeah, have a cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> a cannoli king. You, you like swordfish? Yeah, swordfish. You like some, you like some fish? Yeah. We'll give you some fish with he that. Ma- he did good. make great swordfish. I'll did give you him. have it? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I went to his, uh, he had a Christmas party one year. It was like my, my maybe my second or third year in LA. And I just decided, I, I, you know, I couldn't afford to go home or whatever. And so Wheels invited me to his place. He said he was doing a Christmas Eve thing. Sure, and he's Italian. At that point, he was uh, he was pretending that Luca Polanco's place, uh, like a block away from the comedy store, was his place. Naturally. And I was yeah. just like, man, how do you afford this place? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I bought it a long time ago. <laughs> and then like a year and a half later, Luca's like, oh, yeah, you've been to my place? And I was like, well, no, I've been to Wheels. He's like, yeah, yeah, Wheels stays at my place. And I was like, oh, oh that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I fell for another Parisi. There you go. There but you go. yeah, so I went down there and... Uh, Made a bunch of steaks and fish, and it was really it was delicious. That's yeah. why I was like, "Whoa, wheels can actually no, cook." No, he has a great cook. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I, once people started handing out, like they were swapping Xanaxes, and I was oh, just like, shit. "Whoa, this is fucking Hollywood party, man! This is how they yeah. do it." You want one of these? I'm I could use I don't some Xanax. So. You have any? No, unfortunately, I don't even know what it does. I just like the word. It's good. It's good. It takes the edge off an eight ball. I will tell you that. I think oh, that's what, yeah, yeah. It brings Whoa. it down. Hold brings it down. No, second. it evens it out a little. I, it I took really it. Down. Start it. I took on. it one time when I was in Alaska, not with wheels. Okay. Different time when Proud I was I was there with Ren is easy, <laughs> and someone was like, "Hey, you want a Xanax?" I'm like, "What does it do?" And they're like, hey, "It'll just make you have more fun." I'm like, "Whatever." I was already like six beers in, so I took it. Oh, good and night, then, Susie. Yeah, with I took it. It makes oh fuck. Yeah, you're, you're I, hammered at that point. I I think I was up for another two and a half, three hours hanging out. Don't remember any. I was going to say to you, it's it was probably full blackout. Full blackout. Within wow. thirty minutes of taking it, just like people were like, yeah, you were pretty crazy last night. I'm like, volume used to volume used to make me blackout. Xanax value? never did. Volume did. I used to because I used to, I there was a time when I partied. You okay. know, it's been a while now. Yeah, but proud um, of you for that. Yes, by the I'm way, proud yeah. of you. Yeah, and uh, but I used to do. I used to do a ton of. I used to do a lot of blow. So you, it get makes you a little edgy when you do a lot of it. Yeah, and so I used to try to kind of even the keel, even yeah. the keel a little bit. So I would do like uh, you know Vicodin or 
Xanax or um, you know some of these other ones. But but I couldn't do Valium. They always it was like blackout city. Immediate. That's funny. Yeah. I, and my, I used to drive, so I you know it was, it was before wait a minute, Uber. You drove. On. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, that was yeah. the deal. That yeah. It's like I know I got here, before. but wow, that was that was great, man. It's yeah, way I before where I parked. Enableism yeah. went viral. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, that's it was insane. Not good. It was not good. But you would drive coked up. Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with driving coked up. It was like it's the thirty the, other drinks. Yeah, I, had I was gonna say it's it's the whiskey that, you had the, the with the coke. I, yeah. Oh, because I had an I, one of my exes. He wouldn't get a license because he was afraid to drive. Like he preferred to party, so he was like, "I'll just take fucking cabs, but I'm not stopping partying." No, well, I used to just. Well, he was a responsible drug addict, if you will. Sure. I was pretty responsible. <laughs> I used to keep my coke in a in a metal hide key underneath okay. the um, inside the gas tank container. Smart. <laughs> that, yeah. is that is a good spot. Hey, it's a good spot. Nobody really knows it's there. You know. Now I do. Yeah. Now I know yeah. what I'm. Not anymore. Do. It's oh. not. But you know, it yes. used to be. I knew. Uh, I knew a dude in college. Uh, we would eat mushrooms or whatever sometimes, and I knew a guy who would. He didn't like mushrooms. He would always take acid, and so he knew a guy who always had acid, and he would take three or four hits and just be out of his mind. Yeah. And he'd be hanging out with them and be like, "Oh man, he's about ready to get crazy." And he'd be like. All right, I'm gonna go. You're like, what? What do you mean? He's like, I'm just starting to trip, so I'm gonna get out of here. And you're like, wait, that's when you're you were waiting to start tripping, yeah. and then he would just drive like 40 minutes <gasps> to Kansas City. Never had any issues. I I wouldn't make it out of the parking lot if I was hallucinating. I went to when I was in college. We went to see the Who play in 1982. This was the wow. Who. This was their final tour. Okay, their first, the of first, ma- first of many <laughs> the final tours. Keith finally, uh... yeah, yeah. But this was 1982, and there was like 11 of us that we uh, we started in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and we were driving to Dallas, Texas, which normally is about about a four hour drive maybe okay you know on the outside maybe four hours that's right. if you're driving you know normal speed, speed limits then were probably what 55 55 yeah. yeah whatever it was so i mean it's normally about a Shit, four hour 82. drive i didn't even think of that yeah. yeah and uh and as and we left at like six in the morning and we got down there i think about seven o'clock the next night <laughs> we because we all decided to, we go well we're driving it's only going to take four hours let's just we got in the car we go let's just eat acid now we've got more acid oh, we'll shit. eat more acid when we get there and uh we were i mean i remember Great like plan. being somewhere on i-35 between dallas and oklahoma city at like you know the sun's coming up and we're playing frisbee on the interstate like you know like just fucking tripping our balls up but a great concert though yeah yeah. totally remember it it? oh yeah yeah because we we checked in we checked into a la quinta inn okay everybody showered yeah all class we had two rooms for like 11 people and we took (laughs) turns showering we all showered and uh uh dropped another hit of acid went to the show had a fucking phenomenal time it was a great concert Oh wow! Thank you very much, uh, the Roger last, Daltrey. The last it, right? La Quinta that I stayed at was uh, in Chicago when they had that Riddles Comedy Club. Yeah. Um, so Ren Azizi and I went, and we were uh, we they got us rooms at the La Quinta, and we pulled up, and it's like in South Chicago, so it's like not the nice part of Chicago. Yeah. Um, we pulled up, and there was there was two black dudes, and their pit bulls were just fighting, like in the grass <laughs> right in front of the place. I'm like. Wait, this is where we're staying? He's like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, totally. So we go in, and uh, a large black lady was working behind the thing, and she kind of gave us, like, what are you here for? And we said, oh, we're comedians at the comedy club. She said something to 
the effect of we didn't look old enough to be comedians. Like we were just trying <laughs> yeah, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. trick Liars. her into giving us the comedians rooms. Yeah. Right. So she gave us our room keys and we went to our rooms and uh I remember Steve's room went to the what appeared to be the nicer area of the hotel and mine okay. was down like the hallway that had like the blinking rape lights yeah, going exactly. on. We're like, Wait, how come no one fixed these? So I go into my room and I kinda look around and it's like the air conditioned unit is like detached from the wall and there's like a good three inches of space where you can just see into the wall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Well, this is good. And then I walked into the bathroom and there was just pubes all over the floor. No way. Shut yeah. it. Ugh. I, I get on the phone and I call the lady and she's like, Yeah, I'm like, um, yeah, I just checked in and uh there's pubes all over the floor. She's like, Days what? <laughs> uh there's pubes. Pubes. I go, Yeah, it looks like the cleaning lady came in cleaned the room and then shaved her pubes in the bathroom <laughs> oh you're gonna have to get a different room I'm like yeah you think so that's what i think of when i think of la quinta, la quinta. i was uh i was caddy She's also working the desk yeah i was caddy when i was caddying on the pga tour we used to stay in shitty hotels. You, you, when you're caddies you, you stay oh, in yeah. shitty hotels so i was in tucson arizona one time and i checked into this red roof inn nice hotel yeah nice hotel and this Good one people. and this is one of those like cuz you do it on like priceline you know whatever so i but i done it through expedia and it was like it was like 79.99 at night whatever it was it wasn't it wasn't that expensive and so i go in the room i open the door and there's food chocolate and food stuck in the air conditioner <gasps> right like that there's it's like it's stinks Foul, it yeah. fucking stinks in there i walk in the bathroom someone had taken a shit and not even flushed it it was sitting in the fucking toilet the shit was sitting in the toilet so this room's not. clean and and i literally go back downstairs and i go and i was going to dinner with the guy i was catting for i go i'm going to dinner i go either that either you get me a new fucking room either you like go in and bleach that room yeah. And clean that fucking disgusting shithole up. Because I already paid for it. So yeah. I was like, there's, you know, how much I could do. Yeah. And then I, and then, uh, and then so I literally went to dinner. I came back. There's a different person at the desk. I walked in. It was the same fucking thing. And I walked back downstairs and I, I called fucking Expedia. And I was like, I am not paying for this fucking place. And I told the person and, and they go, what are you talking about? It's not clean. I go, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And they go, what? I go, let's go look at the room. And they go, well, I can't leave. I go, let's go look. I was fucked. I was no, no one else is checking into the red roof. Yeah. Yeah. And we walked me. in and the person was like throwing up, was like throwing up in her mouth. She was like, oh my God, oh my God. like that. And they Did fucking, they give you another room or? They, they offered to give me another room. And I said, I'm not, I would not stay can't in stay this there. I can't yeah. stay in this hotel. If this room's like this, the rest, God only knows. That was the good one. God only knows what has happened in the other rooms, which is fine by me. I mean, yeah. You're sleeping on caution tape like yeah. This is weird. I don't uh, know. We were in, a, uh, I think it was either a Hilton or a Hyatt in, in Wichita. We were doing, I was doing the loony bin with Polly, and uh, so Polly would make you share rooms with either the other comic if he brought one, or if not, then I'd have to share a room with the bodyguard. Yeah, or who or whoever else was just at the hotel. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyone. So just yeah. pick somebody, dude. Yeah. Stay with that guy. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't so know him. We. Uh, I was sharing a room with the bodyguard, and then we walked in after the show one night, and there was a, a pretty cute girl working the desk. So Terrell went over and started spitting game at her, whatever it was. And then he, he comes up like a minute, two minutes later, and he's like, 
hey, I talked that girl into giving me a room. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. He's like, yeah, yeah, so I'm down the hall. Come down, we'll smoke. So I went down to his room, whatever. We went down there to go get high, and uh, we walk in. He's checking out. Oh, yeah, this room's nice, man. Way better view. And it's just like a view of, instead of the highway, it was like a view of some woods or yeah, something. Yeah, a tree. Yeah, yeah a tree. Yeah. <laughs> so we go in there, and then he walks in, and he just goes, oh, hell no. And I'm like, what, what? He's like, someone shit in the tub. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> someone <laughs> like, someone <laughs> shit in the tub. Oh, my God. And we went in, and it was like, oh, someone had no. shit in the tub. And then they drained the tub, <laughs> and it made it down to the drain. But there was like still just half the turd <laughs> that like I'm made it to the so drain. Just sat there. Fuck you and guys. I was like, this is spectacular. He went down and tried to explain to the girl. She's like, it's what? He's like, someone shit in the tub, <laughs> and then they tried to just drain the tub like the shit was gonna go down the little holes. And she was like. Uh, do you want a different room? And he's uh, like, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, dude, he didn't even pay for it. But the look uh, on her face was just like, I, I wonder if this guy just shit in that tub. Yeah. I'm going to give you, I'll give you the last, I was I was staying, I went to do this tournament uh, on the tour and we were, we were at Endicott, New York, which is like in northern, nor, upstate yeah. New York. Fucking just shithole. I mean, yeah. there's nothing up there. And, Too close and, to Canada. Yeah, and all the and all the caddies stay because you don't have to rent cars if you have to drive to the course. So there's this the one where the the golf course is right across the street from this like hotel slash motel. Yeah, and and all the caddies are like going, bro, we're all going to stay there. It's all great. Everyone rooms with somebody. It only costs you like like forty five a night. It's great. You know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and so we check into this thing, and and it's it's a shithole. It's it's sure. I mean it's it's a fucking shithole. It's worse than a Motel Six. It, it's this thing wow. I don't even remember the name of, but it's a shit hotel. Yeah, it, and, it only gets people because of location it, to yeah, a golf and, course. And, and it's like and the only and it's a and the only time it's or only time it's the only time it's busy is during that week of the tournament, right? Because the tournament's right across the street. So so I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll fucking just we'll barrel it out this week. No big fucking deal. We stay in this thing. Well, I gotta take a shower. There's like no shower pressure. I mean, the water just it's like Trickle a cat out. pissing on you. Yeah. And <laughs> beautiful vision. Yeah. They don't yeah. have a heavy stream. No, anyway, and I so don't like so I go down and I complain, mist. and I was like, I was like, what the fuck's up with that water pressure? They're like water barely comes out of the sink to fucking brush your teeth. And she's like, and all the caddies started complaining. So she calls a plumber. The plumber, a plumber comes there and these pipes are from like 1950 and he unplugs the pipe. Well, what happens is the entire place, the water pressure suddenly, the water pressure goes, (laughs) every, everything is black water. Like, I mean, it's like the water is like black, straight sludge, like just sludge. And so, and so they, everyone, I mean, like you would flush your toilet and sludge would go down and sludge would come up. (laughs) And so the guy's like, and I, I found the, the fucking plumber and he goes, just turn your water on and let it run. So I like went to caddy that day, went to do a practice round. So like nine in the morning, I turned all the hot and cold water on in the shower and in the sink and the tub and everything. And then left for like six hours. Shut up. And I came back and my water was fucking clear. My water is clear. (laughs) And all the other caddies, every fucking room has still got sludge. I charged them all five bucks a piece to shower in my fucking room. Made the whole fucking made the whole week up. Like, Why does like, Cord get water? You're like, uh, because I wasn't court, afraid to flood yeah, this room. Isn't in blackface like us? We all been showering in sludge. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So that's like that's yeah. disgusting. Fuck. Wait, yeah. what? Um, okay, I'm gonna get back to the comedy store stuff. What year did you start here? Like stand up, I guess. Started here in 2002. 
stand up. Yeah, I started. Is when you started doing stand up. Yeah, I started doing stand up in two thousand two. I started with Adam Barnhart. Oh yeah, and I did and I did Sunday nights. I took Adam Barnhart's class. Yeah, so did I. We yeah, did it together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did it before. I did it before you. In the beginning. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and I did his class. And then if you did his class, you got to you know showcase on a Sunday yeah. night, whatever. And then he liked me, so he's he was like, "Do why don't you come do Sunday nights? You set up the candles. Yeah, and you, you just get do the... and you get like five minutes, six minutes a night. Great. So I started doing Sunday nights. I did Sunday nights for about probably about a year. Yeah. You know, and but do other open mics. You know, I used to do Gower Gulch with fucking uh, Painter and, you, oh, know, that's and all, great. you know, all those guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Buddy. What and was the place called? At Gower Gulch. There was some shit restaurant at Gower Gulch. And that's when they had the, oh, the, awesome. the, the brew, uh, the brew, brew house. Brew house in Westwood. Yeah. Oh, Bruco. Oh, Bruco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruco. Bruco in Westwood was another one. Um, and there was, was a, that Adam Hunter was running it at that point. Well, I don't know if Adam. Yeah, Adam kind of ran it, but it was kind of like different people did it. So it was yeah. like, but you could get up there. That was a great. But I got room. a weekly, I got a weekly spot here, which was great. And then I get thrown on a little show every now and then. And this is back when Duncan was here. Yeah, you know. So, um, and then I started my own my own show on Wednesday nights. You know, I did with Paul Hughes. Paul Hughes and yeah, I did yeah, that. Oh, that's yeah. right. We started was that the show. rock comedy thing. That was we used to call it PCP comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And so we did PCP comedy up there on we-, we did Wednesdays once a month. Where did you do it here? In the belly room. Yeah. Oh, in the belly yeah, room. Yeah. So we did the belly room on a Wednesday night, and he was you know he'd been doing comedy for a while, so he was good friends with Cook and some of those other guys. So we would get like we'd get great. Like, I remember, yeah. We used to get great crowds. And so we built this show up to be like this great show in like a year. And uh, this was about the time they were doing Minding the Store. And so Polly was kind of getting a little more involved. And so we had these, I mean, we had these, it was just tons of hot chicks used to come to the show. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right. buddy. We need them at the club, bro. So, Minding the Store, they were filming like 2004, 2005. Yeah, well, this was like- this I was, quit because of it. Yeah, so this was like right, <laughs> this was- like right before they started filming it. Oh, good. So it was okay. right, but but Paulie was here more, you know, back then. Exactly he was why I quit. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but no, they no. had so it was like I think it was 2003. We started doing main room shows, and we partnered with Jay Davis. Was that the rock comedy? That was one? rock comedy. Okay, yeah. so that's when that we started was my doing. Favorite. That show was fucking. I used to make so much money. Yeah, on that but show. we used to pack that fucking room, and we used to pack the main room, and um, you know we have. I remember one night we had. Um, Harlan Williams, Dane Cook, Sarah Silverman. Um, I'm trying to think. We had you had the other guy that I love that passed away. Um, fuck was his name? Uh, it'll come to me. Nice looking guy from Oakland. Uh, can't think of what he passed away from. Mulaney, maybe. Uh, oh, Mitch Mulaney. Not was it? Mitch Mulaney. Yeah, we had. Well, we never had Mitch Mulaney on. The, we had him upstairs, but we never had him uh, down in the in the in that main room. Then maybe that's where I saw him. Yeah, he's the what he passed away, right? Yeah, that's the right guy. It, yeah, he, he was really funny. Yeah, he was a really funny. He was dude. silly, and he was never in the main room. I feel like no, I remember him standing had... at the door, and I thought, "Oh, good, that guy's here." He was yeah. funny, and I'd never seen him 
yeah. in our regular lineup. Yeah, well, we ended up, what ended up happening was, is we started, when we were doing the rooms upstairs in the belly room, I had a good, a good friend of mine who ran all the nightclubs at the Palms Hotel in Vegas. Yeah. This guy, Michael Morton, used to come to the shows, you know, when he was in town, and he, and he was always like, he always like, oh, man, you should be doing these shows in Vegas. And I was like, well, you know, let me know. And <laughs> so we had one night, we did the main room, and it was it was just an, one of those nights where I had gotten this was back before everyone had all these. I had sponsors like I had right. I had a magazine that sponsored it. Wow. I had all these different people sponsored. So they gave us money. And so we had step and repeat walls. We had all this stuff going on for the main room. And then Michael brought George Maloof to the show. Oh, nice. And this was a night where it was just packed to the gills. And um, after the show, George came up to me and he goes, I want to talk to you about doing a show at the hotel. And this is when the Palms was the biggest fucking, it was the biggest oh my thing God, going yeah. on. It was huge. Yeah. And so um, that we, we did our show on Wednesday. On Sunday night, we flew to Vegas. And on Monday morning, we signed a deal with the Palms to do what was then called the Hollywood Comedy Tour. Oh, and okay. so we would go there and we would do a show once a month. And we started out in 2003, March of 2003, we did our first show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then... By March of 2004 or 2005, I ended up getting Playboy as a sponsor. Yeah. Right. So then we called it the Playboy Comedy Tour. You, <laughs> That's what you I both, did you guys, yeah, yeah. you guys all it did the awesome, shows. Yeah. But we had, I mean, everybody did that show. Yeah. Everybody that was, I mean, Freddie Soto. Freddie, yeah. Freddie did the show. Favorite I mean, show. Colin Quinn. Um, I mean, we had, I mean, this, I mean, Daniel Tosh, before anybody knew who he yeah. was, before anybody knew, this Sebastian's first headlining Sebastian game. regularly. You know, everybody, uh, yeah. And we had all these people would come in. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait did it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we had everybody do this room. And it, was, and it was room. such a great room. And it was like a 225-seat room. And, you know, I did it for I did it for eight, eight and a half years. Wow. So, and we went from doing That's a once a- long run for yeah, Vegas. We did. We started doing once a month. And by the end of the, the last three years there, we did every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every week. Yeah. And, and it was, I mean, you know, we had Dice. Yeah, had, I did it with Dice. Yeah, I think I didn't do it. Jim Jeffries. Mm-hmm. We had. Yes, yeah, I remember Jim that. Jeffries used to do it. That's um, sweet. You know, only person I didn't get to do it was a Teller Burr, and those were the two I really wanted. Like, I really wanted to get Burr, but Burr was at the time it was difficult to get. Yeah, him to he was do. just in that. He was right. Big transition. Well, he was in that big transition, and he was getting. He was doing well. Yes. He was doing well. Not, I mean, not as good as he's doing now, but he was still right. doing really well. But the money just triples. The and money, you're like, yeah. Fuck, I can't and, keep and, up. With and and I think at the time they were trying to get. You know, there was two plays there. You could either do the shit club that you did fourteen shows a week. Yeah. Or you could yeah. do. That's or, the only other time I've done Vegas was yeah. the, at that shit improv at Harrah's. Yeah. <laughs> the worst or, or, show or ever. Laugh Factory, or you know, yeah. even Brad Garrett tried. You know, and it's you like you never did the riff. No. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I was I was still too, too new. Yeah, yeah, too green. That was to, Ari to and book it. I think. Yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get to. Yeah, I wasn't around for that. And then, uh, but then by the time you know, and then the only other room there was Mirage, which was yeah. like was yeah, like you right. know Jay Leno and Seinfeld. You know, it was like the big one. So we were this like young fucking thing, and it was so hot. much fucking it was fun. So hot. Yeah. yeah, it was so much fun. I mean, I remember Riggle was doing the show one night. Rob Riggle uh-huh. was doing it, and like in the back. Like was Lisa Lampanelli, who mm-hmm. was doing the the fucking main. Oh, in the big room, right? Le- the Lampanelli Pearl. was yeah. doing the Pearl, which was fifteen hundred seats, and Riggles in our room doing a show. Lampanelli's there watching it, and sitting by behind her 
is Jimmy Kimmel, uh, yeah. the fucking the guy from The Office. I can't remember his name. Um, Gervais? No, or no, the, the American, version. the American version. The, the oh, young, Ed Steve Carell. The... Uh, no, the the guy that's married to Emily Ed Helms, Emily uh, Blunt, or whatever. The actress in, in the actress. Um, Je- I fucking can't think of his name. John John Krasinski. John, cause, yeah, John yeah. Krasinski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Krasinski okay. and his wife now is not Emily Blunt. So the three of them are and they're dressed nice. And they like came in at the be- you know, for the beginning of the show, sat for the, watched show, the show, watched the show, and fucking, you know, and left at the end. It was like I mean, we'd have like I remember once Flea, Anthony Kiedis, and wow. Sasha Baron Cohen were at the show. And Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, not as Ali G right and doesn't want to be you know you can't (laughs) fucking talk to him like you know yeah yeah he just wants to hang out yeah yeah not in the character yeah yeah. but we have I mean all these guys (laughs) and uh, I mean I remember Penn Jillette used to come to the show and Penn Jillette would sit in the back and he's such a big dude you know oh my god and and you could see him and he would never laugh he just didn't laugh Stop it. Never fucking laughed. And then he'd come backstage. He'd go, it was a great show. It was a really great show. Like, go fuck yourself. You <laughs> like know? We yeah. saw your head. Yeah. Yeah. It you was not asshole, moving. Yeah. You didn't move once. That's hysterical. But then, yeah. Colin, but then Colin Quinn told me, he's like, he goes, he doesn't laugh. He just doesn't laugh. That's so funny. And I was like, yeah. How was Colin? I, oh, Colin's one of my favorites. He is he, probably one of my favorite people so in the world. Because he's so fucking angry and Irish um, and I love him. There, There's like, there's guys there that, there, there were guys there that I had that I like I had some of my favorites were like Patrice O'Neill. Of course. You know, Patrice O'Neill was one of those guys and Patrice was there with Ian Edwards, which was like I mean, <laughs> like what a great show. I mean, it's like yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's black on black crime. Yeah. That's and what it, that is. And it was so fun. And then you had like uh, like Robert Kelly. Oh you know, like terrific. Robert Kelly would you know, we do everything to make him throw up because you know he has he has this weird gag mm-hmm. reflex. <laughs> so if you show him something gross, he will throw up. So we would God, just awesome. we would just like we'd be so hard to not just try and do it. Oh, you, all the that's time. all you do. I that's mean, all you do. Poor, it's it, a sin. He's probably bulimic or something. You guys are no, he's not bulimic. Yeah, I've seen him. I've <laughs> yeah, seen him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's but the opposite. Like, but she would do. That's the kind of shit we do all the time. You know, um, Harlan Williams was was there one time, and Harlan's cousin's one of the guys from um, uh, what's the 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 band? I can't think of the name of the Canadian band. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Don't curse. Oh, no, okay. Bare Naked Ladies. I just asked a guy in the crowd tonight if he was in the Bare Naked Ladies. He goes, Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. I go, are you the lead singer in the Bare Naked Ladies? He goes, no, but I am Canadian. I go, well, you all look the same. Yeah. Well, Chubby we, white guy. Well, we were there and me and uh, and Harland and his cousin were sitting backstage and Sean Tweedley was on stage. And Sean was, I mean, he wasn't doing bad, but he, he wasn't destroying. Right. You know, and, and we I just. I know who it is. And yeah, we, I don't either. He's a, he's, a, he's a funny comic and uh, he does mostly improv stuff, but. Anyway, Sean was on stage, and Harlan goes, "Let's all walk across the stage in our underwear." And so we like literally, because there was a place you could remember at the stage you could walk from backstage. Yeah, you could walk across the stage. And you could go jump, get off the stage and walk around to that side door. Okay. So we just like standing there, and Sean is mid joke, just just talking to the crowd, and the three of us, just nothing but our fucking underwear, just start walking right across the back. The crowd starts going crazy. Sean thinks he's really fucking doing this great joke. He's doing this great joke. I'm not even at the the, punchline. This joke's really, this is the joke I should have opened with. I knew this one was gold. Oh shit, this is a closer. But we used to do shit like that all the time, man. It was like, it was the funnest fucking thing. But but, what a a way to come up, getting to work with all those guys, because you would host or open, right? Yeah, I would 
good host too. Yeah, I would. I, I would. But that. But that was the difference. Was is like I got lucky in the sense that you know I had only been in comedy about a year and a half. You know when I got that show. Yeah. And so I was still very green when I was starting it. But it. But I got to do comedy five times, six times a week. Yeah. I got to get on stage and do five, so ten minutes, yeah. which a lot of people don't. And I got real lucky in that, you know, I got to do that. So when it came time to showcase here, like here, um, I wasn't, I didn't feel uncomfortable, you know, and I'd done movies and theater and all that stuff way before right. I did oh this. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, so presence but, was already there. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't uncomfortable and, yeah. on stage, so it didn't bother me to be on stage. It was just material that needed work. Yeah. I mean, it still needs I, a lot of when work. When I first but, remember seeing you, I, I didn't realize that you were new to comedy. Oh wow! So, I mean, yeah. it was just like oh, just some guy oh, yeah, who's been just got yeah. to the comedy store or whatever. But you, you definitely but then presented you heard, yourself. But then you as heard my material. And you're like, oh no, no, this guy's <laughs> the new. second this guy's he started. New. The yeah. second. I mean, I, I think I was probably still doing impressions, so I don't think I was oh. judging anyone other <laughs> than my Will Ferrell act that I yeah. was putting out there. Well, it's funny because like I had auditioned for Mitzi. I I'd showcased for Mitzi once, and and I feel really in lucky. the main room or the OR in the OR. Okay, I feel really lucky that I was around when Mitzi was here. Absolutely. I feel like, yeah. don't you feel like if if nothing else, if, if you know, tomorrow I don't ever have another spot here, I can say, my name's on that wall because of Mitzi Shore. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Right. And fuck all you guys. Yeah. You know, that, that you know. Got yeah. through on the Tommy, well, Mitzi said she liked your tape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. What? It's like. My tape? Yeah. Well, the funny thing was, yeah. is I remember like, she used to pass you, she would pass you not necessarily based on where you were, you know. Something she saw, something, something she saw, something. and she and she's yeah. like, "All right." So, and I remember I'd I I uh, showcased for her once. She didn't even look at me when I came off. My name was just crossed off, and you knew that because <laughs> she would sit in the back with her popcorn or glass of wine Goddamn with her right. names on the list. And if you walk and she, and if she and she would just cross your name off. Yeah. And then a lot of times, what would happen was you would be up there, and other comics. Won't say who, but that most did, of them that mm -hmm. didn't want that didn't want to have other people passed would yep. come up and start talking, talking to, to Mitzi oh, yeah. and intentionally awful intentionally so that yeah. you couldn't you couldn't showcase. And so Luca Polanca was a good friend of mine. I known Luca for a long time, sure. and and I was up there and, and he was working with Mitzi driving. And Mitzi, Mitzi loved him. Yeah. yeah, and so he sat down next to Mitzi and he goes, "Don't worry, she's going to watch your set." Yeah. And I sat down and some comic walked up and he just fucking shoved his head out of the way. <laughs> and Luca goes, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, uh, and she watched my set. I had an okay set. It wasn't great, you know, but I had an okay set. But she set. paid attention and that's But she important. paid attention. And then when I walked off, she looked at me and she goes, do you want to get some spots? And I fucking high-fived my ass all the way down the fucking hallway. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah. But, yeah. Then, but then what would happen was she would give you a spot the next week at 9 o'clock yep. in the OR. Yeah. You would get one spot, and then you wouldn't get a spot for three months. Yeah. That's what she would do. She'd give you one. Oh, I forgot about him. No, no. Okay. She, but, but I heard later what the, the part of the thing was, and she told me this once when I was sitting in her office with her. She said, because I wanted to see if you wanted it. And it's like, oh. so you would come, so if you got your spot, that's to let you know you're in. And then you've got Sundays and Mondays to come up here and work. Right, because we did it both nights. Because yes. you could yeah. do Sunday and Monday. And back then, nobody wanted to go up on Sunday and Monday because Mitzi was here. 
Yeah. Right. So you could and go. There's no crowd. Really, there's no so. crowd. So you could go up every Sunday and Monday and do 10 minutes. Literally walk in the door like you're fucking Louis C.K. and walk no on deal. Yeah, and yep. walk yep. on stage like you would walk in and they go, "You're you're next." Yeah, you're, yeah. you want to go up? You're next. Yeah, I, I was getting the same treatment. Yeah, then, so that, it, that it was, was the, my. It was the best treatment. Yeah, because we were passed a lot, of, pretty close to the same time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I got passed in end of 2003. So yeah, I think it was like I think I was like right around there, maybe 2004, even maybe yeah. right in there. But it was right, you know, where she was still very much here a lot. You know, she would come in every, almost almost every Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Not not everyone, but almost every Sunday and Monday. Yeah, at least one of those days, and then everyone would just get panicked. And Remember when panic and, and just scatter? And you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, time to go on because you got nothing to lose. Yeah, if you're yeah. new, you got nothing to lose. Well, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it before on on the podcast, but it, it's uh, like I got passed because. Everyone else who was supposed to go up before me suddenly disappeared. And yeah. so then it was like, oh, I can't find anyone else. You're next. And then I was just showcasing for my my job. And then she passed me, and I was awful. And I just remember being like, <laughs> yeah. why would she pass me? Because well, it's like funny. And it's like, and when you've been here for a while, it's like, um, like I think my favorite my favorite comedy store moment, if I have like a favorite Uh-oh. comedy store moment, it's like one night I was here, I had a late night spot. It was like 12.15 or 12.30 on a Saturday night. And I was following Whitney Cummings. Okay. And this this was a few years back. And so I'm sitting there and I think Chris Rock had stopped in. And I want to say it wasn't Chappelle, but it was someone else like that had stopped in earlier. So now it's like 12.45. It's late. Whitney's up. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. You know, and the room is kind of pretty much thinned out. Dissipated, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the room starts getting busier and busier and busier. And there's people starting to crowd in. And there's more people coming in. And it keeps getting busier and busier. People are kind of talking and everything. And I was sitting in Mitzi's seat in the back. And I mean, and it really fills in. Like, all of a sudden, this fucking room is packed. And I turn and look to my right, and it's fucking Robin Williams. Oh, Oh, shit. And I was like, holy shit. And so... Whitney brings up Robin Williams. Robin goes up, does like half an hour. He's basically there to make amends for, he just got out of rehab. Oh, yeah. So he's there to make amends to the comedy store. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, because he, he did some benefit and he was like, he doesn't even remember being here. You know, he was like fucked up or something. Yeah. So he does that and then he he brings, and then he goes off stage. I go up, the crowd starts to leave and I go, where are you guys going? I go, Bill Cosby's in the parking lot. <laughs> and everyone laughed and when sat that was down. Still good, when that yeah, was when still that was still okay. like a viable yeah. when that they was still like, a viable oh. possibility that he's not in the parking lot. Yeah, he's saying five minutes. You oh. got five minutes before you gotta go on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um but it was like one of those nights and then I had like this amazing set and it was like that was what to me the comedy now now it's busy all the fucking time except yeah, now, when I go on right? except my late night shit spots listen you know we got here and it was packed right yeah. now the both of us are going back to back tonight and we'll be in front of 12 people yeah. and I'll be thrilled I, I'm fine to with be that. in I'm front fine. of those 12 I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm reserved too it's like I, I just need to go work on shit so I'm gonna go work on shit yeah cause this is not where we make our money we no. make our money elsewhere oh I got it I don't know clearly um, all right you so guys thanks for having abrupt. me abrupt i'm yeah. sorry yeah yeah uh, thanks for doing it man are you fucking kidding it's me? always fun we yeah. love you and uh, yeah. your your playboy comedy show in vegas was a lot of fun it was the first time i ever featured 
And then uh, Paul asked to both of us, me and the headliners, like, hey, do you guys want us to switch? And the headliner was like, listen, I know I'm not doing well after him, but I'm not switching, so. Um, go but yeah, thanks for being on, man. Do you Rick, have Twitter, you. anything you yeah, want to? At Court McCowan, or you can just go to courtmccowan.com. It's got my Instagram and my Twitter and my I Facebook. I like how you on. put your hat Perfect. on. He's so professional and good so looking. So professional. Um, um, yeah, that Playboy comedy was a fun one to do. So. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't want it. We're going to record your set. Have a good one. Anyway, uh, yeah. sorry about that. We had to rush that, but whatever. Yeah, um, let's just hope that it's recorded this time. You guys. <laughs> Uh, you, the listeners are missing out on uh, epic Dave Taylor conversation that is we just for the ghosts. We will bring him back. We will bring him back. I have a feeling that it didn't record because Tommy's right. The building doesn't like David well, a lot of times. He thinks I'm white trash. He's the white trash one. <laughs> so if you can, please subscribe. Leave us comments. Yep. Good or bad. We don't care. Do yeah. it. Uh, sorry we didn't have one last week, but we will figure it out. And yep. we're getting we're getting there, guys. We're we're not stick with us, goddamn please. millennials. We're we don't know how this shit works. It. We have a millennial that's running shit over there, and uh, when he shows up, I think up. he's a millennial. How old are you, Ari? As a, are you considered a millennial? I I am twenty seven. I believe I am a millennial. Yeah, that's yeah. a millennial for sure. He's yeah. a he's a elderly twenty seven though. <laughs> Are you, are you saying I don't look? Is it the beard or always I just no? I mean, it's your I mannerisms, mean, yeah, yeah, the you way just, you act, the way you, you carry talk. yourself, like an angry thirty-five year old. I'm very mature and wise. That's exactly I right. That. I wouldn't you. say that. Yeah. I would just say that you're very slow oh, to the punch okay. and everything Physically. else. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I played softball today and I am very fast. Did you get any hits? God damn. Uh, yes, I did. Okay, like what? Single? I got a double. Really? No, no home run because of an error? No. God damn, Samson, a such a You've bully. seen me play softball. I'm not bad. Such I a have bully. seen you play softball. Apparently you haven't. Eleanor is such have. a bully. Yeah, I am a bully. Concert. It's my new thing. I'm going to be a bully. I, I, I want to call my first comedy special American Bully just yes. to push the idea Canadian that it's okay. Bully. Well, but I'm not a Canadian. I don't want people to get confused and oh, think that right. I am a Canadian but you bully. bully. Canadians, I, I love I bullying Canadians. I think we should Canadians. all do that. Filthy icicle chuckers, and we don't need them in this country. <laughs> All right. Come to the comedy store. Check out a show. Thank um, you so much for listening. Follow Eleanor and I online as well. Oh, yeah. Our Twitter and Instagram, Facebook and Facebook. Instagram. All the good stuff. MySpace. I am people. MySpace. We're getting My, around MySpace to it. MySpace is blowing up. Yeah, it's like excited. the comedy store lawyer always tells me, you know, it's like you could be uh, for virtual reality what Dane Cook was for MySpace. I don't know what that means. But uh, check it out. Sounds like your career's in good hands and yeah. I'm happy about Dude, it. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be so fucking famous by 2035. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm hoping not to be alive by then. I'm, I won't be. We'll Diabetes will strike me before <laughs> then. Bite your tongue. All you right. have things to live for. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>